You're now listening to The Sound of Sanity. This sound will continue for the duration of the program. Hey, it's Sound of Sanity. I'm Nathan. I'm your humble and obedient host. We've got Ben. He's the preacher who's a teacher of sanity right there. Hello. Ben, I'd like you to give a sterling silver gold explanation. <laughs> of I prefer <laughs> platinum. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Uh, a platinum explanation. A platinum, yes, a platinum. You paid for the platinum plan. Don't leave home without it. Yeah. Or I guess it, I think it's now it's don't live life without it. Don't live life without it. Oh, really? You, yeah, you can't, you're not even live. allowed to live without a, a, an American a, Express. An American Express. Don't live life without... Pastor Jacob Mensel, he's also on the podcast. He's a <laughs> it's American Express, right? Don't leave home without it. I don't know. That sounds I think right. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You're Amer- you're American. I am and American. You express great thoughts yeah, all the time. Is what you're here to do today. That's yep. why we're podcasting. Sometimes you even yep. express them on a podcast. He's a pastor who's a master <sighs> of sanity. Of expression. Has anyone expression. in this room how between the three of us, how many American Express cards have we used in our lives? Zero? Used? I've never owned one. Yeah, I've never owned one either. I have... I've left home without it almost constantly. I have cards from multiple places, but not in American Express. I think I've only ever done Visa and MasterCard. Mm, yep, likewise. Let me see. What I got? All right. This is the conversation <clears throat> I was hoping we would have. This is what people pay for. Local Credit Union MasterCard. Citibank MasterCard. Local Credit Union MasterCard. Local Credit Union MasterCard. That's just what's in my wallet. What's in your wallet? Bunch of MasterCards, sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's almost all MasterCards with some visas. Definitely have a, some Chase. But those are probably MasterCard or visas. Cards right? or visa cards, yeah. yeah. There you go. Hey, did you guys see the recording session for the Wilhelm scream that got released on yeah, the internet? Yeah, one card. Yeah, no. they found, they dug up the archive of a guy being like, all right, you're getting eaten by an alligator, now do a scream. And the guy does a couple screams and then he does the Wilhelm scream and it's kind of a fun little piece of trivia you can find on the internet well folks the problem i mean the benefit the beauty of american express is it really is like the card of cards problem is if you get like the american express platinum i think it i think it'll cost you something like 650 dollars a year they don't don't have that kind of money and i think the gold is like 250 dollars a year yeah you get something ridiculous like the reason people talk about the American Express Platinum is because it is accepted anywhere and it gets you all kinds of like luxury access to things like lounges on international flights and things like that. Things that I would have no ability to take advantage of. But don't ask me how I know all this stuff. I just do. I have also researched rewards on cards. I've never pulled the trigger on anything like that, though. But I support people. Who churn. Who churn. <laughs> I, I support the churn and burn. I believe experts when they say it will not affect your credit but this is not a financial podcast we do not offer financial advice so no financial advice <laughs> offered here no you, guys. you heard none just now but ben Solzer <laughs> thinks you're an idiot if you don't churn and burn yeah if you want financial advice you can pay me for it separately mm-hmm. from this podcast there will be a link in the show notes <laughs> right to my private advice blog by churn and burn what um, ben means is throw all your money in the dryer set it on fire <laughs> oh, a bow tied bum he'll help you churn and burn if that's what you're into yeah those bow tied guys <laughs> They're savvy. They're savvy, some of them. They're savvy. That guy is pretty savvy at that sort of thing. If And he's where I would start if you were interested. Yep. 
I don't, I don't do it. Do I followed it. him for a while uh, and then I stopped because I was like, I don't have any money and this just depresses me and I'm not going to do any of this anyway because I can't and lack the courage if I did. And so I will never follow this guy. You have to actually, you have to have incredible discipline in order to really pulse uh, to play with the credit card game. Yes. You have to, and you have to, you have to know yourself well, or you're going to get yourself in trouble. I actually think I could do that part, which is why I'm always tempted to do it. I would just set reminders on my phone and I would just only use it for express gas or whatever. Previous purposes. Yeah, whatever, whatever the kind yeah. of thing. Wouldn't be that hard, I don't think. But I still just, it's one more thing, little app running in my brain that I don't want to open right now. So, yep. you know, you can turn and burn if you want to, folks. We're going to turn into some great podcast content here. What this is that you're listening to today is our uh, May in 1984 segment where we talk about various items that have happened in culture and our fair listeners who sign up for our Discord through patreon.com forward slash Zenos Entity. They tell us what they want us to talk about. And the, <laughs> the first thing they want us to talk about is this article from MSN.com entitled, What a Surge in Vasectomies Means for the World's Biggest Economy. Spoilers, it's not good. So apparently vasectomies have gone up after Roe v. Wade. Men were like, hey, we can't just kill our kids. We don't have a backup option. We better prevent having we those kids. Better not we want to have kids. all kinds of sex without consequence, just like the women do. Plus, women can burn us like crazy if they get pregnant. And even if I get pregnant with my wife, she can burn me for the rest of my life. So let's just... Cut that off right then and there, haha. And then there's a second, second vasectomy revolution. That's what the article talks calls it. That's not to do with not having access to abortion. It's like climate change is coming. Who wants to bring children into a world like this? Like it's the apocalypse. So I, I wouldn't want to bring right. a child into the world. So yeah. So don't do it. So apparently, that's vasectomies are rising in places like New York, where abortion is legal. Man, the nihilism of it would be better for children not to exist, like that whole thing, I don't get that. Like, if I was just a, a soul that had a choice, I'd be like, yeah, I'd, ex I'd like to exist for four years. I'd like to exist and watch the world burn. Like, I, I'd much rather exist than not exist. I'm a huge fan of existence. I don't know, guys, anything else? So basically, the MSN article is like, hey, this is going to have financial consequences and societal consequences. We're putting the world's largest economy at risk because we're not having babies. Mm. So that's big shock. Shock. Yep. Next article, meet the elite couples breeding to save mankind. <laughs> this is about oh. some yuppies that are having children. <laughs> that's basically what. Aryo Babu quit her job at a think tank to dedicate herself to something most people have never heard of. Having worked in public policy for several years, the 26-year-old Londoner had come to an alarming realization about the future of the UK, the world, and the human species. It became, I assume she has some kind of an accent. Yep. It became clear to me that the people wanted, I can't, wow, my accent game is, <laughs> is Eric terrible over here. <laughs> today. Ben, can you read that this quote in a British accent? became clear to me that people wanted more children than they were having. <laughs> the answer is no. <laughs> oh, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> Babu said, no, 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 go ahead. It's better, much better than mine. I shouldn't mock. He who lives in glass uh, houses should throw stones. Yeah, or, 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 or something like that. Yeah. Considering this is such a massive part of people's lives, the fact that they were not able to fulfill this want was clearly indicative that something was wrong. So she's part of a movement, a philosophy called prodatalism. 
which literally means pro-birth, its core tenant is deceptively simple. Our future depends on <laughs> having enough children. And yet life... Yeah, who knows? Yeah, who and yet life in developed countries has become hostile to that this basic biological imperative. <laughs> Linked to the subcultures of rationalism and effective altruism and bolstered by declining birth rates, it has been gaining currency in Silicon Valley and the wider tech inter- industry, especially its more conservative corners. At the center of it are Simone and Malcolm Collins, two 20-somethings American entrepreneurs, and they have started a nonprofit. It's called the pragmatist foundation and they got some money from an estonian tech billionaire and they're pushing this whole pronatalism thing which is is basically like we should have kids it's good for society and good for the species not dying out and by the way i became aware of something through a, an anti-overpopulation podcast called anti-pronatalism mm-hmm. which is different than anti-natalism mm-hmm. sounds like the opposite right it's not saying that you shouldn't have kids. It's saying that you shouldn't push people to have kids. Mm. That's not right. Let them make their own decisions and stop oppressing mothers. So anti-pronatalism. Mm. Anyway, there you go. Well, the article is at pains to say, what changed Simone's mind was not any kind of step 40 in conversion, but a simple promise from Malcolm that she would not have to surrender her career. So it proved. She took no time off during Octavian's gestation, answered business calls while in labor, and returned to the office five days after his birth. She stays with each child continuously for the first six months, carrying them in a chest harness while working at a treadmill desk, after which Malcolm handles the bulk of child raising. She finds she gets a productivity bump with each new burn. New burn. New burn. Oh, boy. You're up every every three hours anyway, so why not knock off some emails? But some people are worried that this is going to become the handmaid's tale. This is a... Hilarious. For liberal Westerners, the idea that we need to have babies may conjure images of Margaret Atwood's Gilead. (laughs) (laughs) yeah my goodness (laughs) this is incredibly dumb and hilarious article the really really the only point to this stuff is just to say hey in case you forgot (laughs) we are living in 1984 yeah legitimately living in 1984 guys did you guys see is the chase is it the jp morgan the jp morgan thing i don't think i see that no that he get thrown in our Discord? I don't think so. It is nope. it is the most let me find this real I'm quick. I'm interested. JP Morgan. Let me see if I can. I think it's JP Morgan. Well, you find that. I'm just gonna say this effective altruism movement. I think we've talked about it a little before. It's about I just I'm just no, noticing it everywhere because it's about these rich people wanting to sort of play God and protect the future of mankind. Mm-hmm. They want to be its saviors and it's an incredible religion. I guess you got to do something with your time and money if that's yeah. all you've got. Yeah. It's <sighs> very strange. This is a long article. Yes, it is. Oh, man. Lots of hilarious dystopian sounding stuff in there. And then at the end you get, okay, here's the one quote that, when I look into the eyes of our children, says Simone, and I see all the potential they have, and I think about a world in which they didn't exist because we thought it was inconvenient, I'm like, I can't. I can't not try to have more kids. So for all that, here's a lady who actually realized she just wants to be a mom. She's reduced to confessing that at the end of this article. After they've made sure to yeah, to, to yeah. get all their ducks in a row. That's right. She's allowed to actually confess that I just want to be a mom. 
Still looking for your thing, Jake? Yeah, give me a second. All right. Well, I mean, I would say I would describe this kind of as the Fifty Shades of Grey phenomenon in that you suppress something over here that's good and then something and then it takes a really weird form mm-hmm. over here. So for, for Fifty Shades, you, we've suppressed natural male headship and feminine submission and then you get weird, creepy like sex novels that are doing it all in a backwards, horrible kind of way. This is sort of the same thing where mm-hmm. it's like we're not just going to encourage people to have kids and be fruitful and multiply and love each other and do all the stuff that people used to think was what we we're supposed to do. And so it's going to like come back. You, you, it's like a whack-a-mole. You knock it down and then it comes back in the weirdest way yeah, possible. It, it does. And it's all about who ought to be breeding. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything these people are doing, though they would deny it. They deny it. It has anything to do with eugenics. This article talks about eugenics and dysgenics and, these people would deny that they're trying to select the gene pool, but it still comes down to okay. So yeah. this is a thing. this is a Reddit thread, and it's it's long, All but right. it appears to be so. It is from somebody who claims to be a J.P. Morgan Chase manager, mm. and it seems to be verified in their disclosures. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to start reading from it and you're just going to see. A warning for anyone working or thinking about working at J.P. Morgan Chase & Company. If, you're wor- if you work at J.P. Morgan Chase & Company or are thinking about working at J.P.M.C., you need to know about their employee surveillance tool called WADU, W-A-D-U. WADU is an acronym for Workforce Activity Data Utility. Every employee at J.P.M.C. has a profile in the WADU database. I think everyone expects their employer to track them to some extent. It's pretty standard practice for employers to monitor and run analyses on things like building badge swipes, the amount of time spent connected when working from home. It's also become very commonplace for employers to record audio and video at the office. WADU is on a different level. It's an artificial intelligence and machine learning system for workforce human behavior. Starting at the moment you arrive to the building, WADU is tracking you using facial and speech recognition. Most JPMC offices and branches have been outfitted with some of the best HDAV security cameras. Whenever you're at your desk, know that there is an HD camera tracking you the entire time. Wadu uses the array of HD cameras at the office to monitor all of your nonverbal body language all throughout the day. The collected information is then fed into the AIML system, and it is used to update your Wadu profile in real time. Every manager gets access to a dashboard that lists all the metrics about their subordinates. The productivity metrics about an employee start getting updated immediately after an employee logs into the system. If the employee is at the office, two biometrics are available, attention, focus, and stress. Attention slash focus and stress. The biometric feeds are updated from the facial and behavioral tracking. Having a bad day, stressed out about something? Wadu has already noticed this and alerted your manager. Can't focus, not working at your usual pace? Wadu has already noticed this and alerted your manager. Did something you normally did something you normally don't do? It's possible Wadu's flagged it as suspicious and alerted your manager. Wadu is also why they're pushing RTO, return to office, so hard. Upper management does not care if some employees are more productive when they're working from home. They want everyone back in the office as much as possible so that their Wadu profiles are being refined. Enhancing their insight into you is more important to them than better productivity from working home from home. A lot of teams are now required to come in two to three days a week. Director level and higher ups are required to come in four to five days per week. Upper management wants to see everyone at all levels back in the office five days a week. They've invested millions into the Wadu system and they want to get a return on that investment. That only happens whenever people are in the office as much as possible. Wadu is also watching and listening whenever 
You're working from home. If you installed Citrix Workplace on your own computer and you permitted Citrix to access your web camera and microphone after login, you have connected those devices to Wadu. If you are using an issued Chromebook, those permissions are already conveniently accepted for you. You'll notice that your web camera will flash right after login. This is not an initial connection flash. Your web camera just took a burst shot of pictures and sent them to Wadu. The pictures will be scanned for anything deemed unprofessional or unsafe. Recreational drug paraphernalia, TVs, games, game consoles, and several other things are all flagged if detected in the pictures. If you see your web camera flash randomly, that was your manager or someone in security requesting a burst shot of pictures from your web camera. You'll also notice that your microphone will go hot shortly after login. Anything you say will be processed by Wadu. All background noises will be processed by Wadu. Say something bad about your boss or other superior. Wadu flagged it. Say something bad about another coworker. Wadu flagged it. Have a moment of anger or frustration. Wadu flagged it. These are just some examples. Wadu is trained to detect a wide variety of keywords, phrases, and sound events. Your manager can also connect and listen to your audio feed live. Wadu is able to detect keyboard pokers, bumpers, and mouse jigglers and movers. It does not matter if it is completely a, a completely external solution. Wadu will be able to detect it by analyzing the repetitive input pattern. Your manager will be notified that you are under suspicion of faking productivity. They'll then connect to your session and see what is happening live. Action will be taken if the suspicion is confirmed. Wadu determines how productive you are by analyzing a variety of... Me- and <laughs> this goes on and on. Yeah, and I want to link to this thing. And on. <laughs> and so this is... Uh, this is a uh, this is a Reddit thread, and then J.P. Morgan's own disclosures say J.P. Morgan may conduct monitoring as described in this document, and an additional notice is that may be provided to you, subject to applicable laws and regulations. Monitoring activities may include monitoring logging of traffic and usage data such as routing, addressing, signaling, blah, 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 related incoming, outgoing, internal electronic communications, emails, chats, instant messages, any other, blah, blah, minor comments, emails sent, blah, 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 text messages, telephone calls, capturing workers' physical presence at J.P. Morgan's facilities via, for example, access badges, video cameras, which record activities at exits, interests, corridors, other public areas, logging hours, work if applicable to the worker, and on and on. So, it seems, again, this is a report from somebody claiming to be a J.P. Morgan Chase manager. It has been cycled by any number of people that I would consider to be credible. Well, even mainstream publications like Business Insider has done an expose on this now. I'm seeing. Okay, you've like, looked it up yeah. outside of this thread. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, saw, I first saw this screenshotted on Twitter and then... It seems to be being cycled and verified and confirmed in other places. So I forget why I brought all this up. It's just, just like we live in a dystopian hellhole. That's yeah, that's it, right? That's the point of reading <clears throat> this stuff is it's amazing. Guys, in case you forgot, in case you went to sleep for half a second, this really is what they're doing, what they want, what they're aiming for, the mm-hmm. direction they're trying to push things. And I do feel very much since moving from a place like Bloomington to a place like Evansville, a certain level of relaxation Mm -hmm. because we Mm -hmm. feel insulated here. Right. Because we're just surrounded by good people, good Midwestern, basically conservative, fairly decent Christian value Mm -hmm. type of place where you feel like you can still 
trust people. And I think that's true for the most part in this community. And I think there are also a lot of bad actors in this community. But certainly when you get to the national level, on the corporate level of something like J.P. Morgan Chase, Mm. and they're still gunning for us. And so, yeah, don't sleep. You're making me think of a salesman I was talking to for smart tools, which were tools that his company were, was selling to construction sites so that your boss could log onto his computer and see how many times you'd swung a hammer or how many screws you'd screwed or whether you'd picked up your hammer or dropped your hammer. Yeah, that's and, the kind of thing that's been going around for a while on these sites where it's just like, yeah, they can analyze. If they want to, they can outfit and analyze everything. I mean, maybe one day I'll eat my words because you just won't be able to do anything without becoming part of the machine. But I just simply wouldn't work on a construction site like that, for example. I, I think it's. I think that there's a. I mean, I think there is such a thing as a smart construction company that knows more about how people work and how to get the most out of them and knows there's more to creating a productive work culture than being a a ninny who counts hammer swings and also understands how easy something like that is to fake at least for now, but maybe not, you know? Yeah. Maybe they'll just, I mean, it does become like the old uh, Dave Barry article about being in a dorm and instead of vacuuming (laughs) when a girl was going to come over him and his friend would take a two by four four and pull it across the carpet to give the appearance of not even to clean the carpet, but just to give it the lines, like as if they'd run a vacuum. Is the amount of work that people will go to, to avoid, avoid working. Work. <laughs> That's the kind of thing that you're actually inviting with all this technology. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. Because never underestimate the creative problem solving ability of people who are highly motivated to not work. Well, but I mean, does anybody work like just a mid level? I've worked my share of either blue collar jobs or entry level white collar jobs, and the people, the kinds of people that ends up up in those jobs and end up staying in those jobs are exactly the kinds of people who, oh, the government passed a seatbelt regulation. Okay, never wearing a seatbelt again. Right. I mean, those were like all my coworkers, and all. And it didn't matter what side of the political aisle they were on. That's just like that's who actually lands as as. I mean, not to be like dismissive of it, but you know, if you're going to be the kind of person that stays an office drone your whole life, low level, if you're going to just work on as a janitor, for example, your whole life, like in any case, uh, <laughs> you got to give everybody don't hear what I'm not saying or do hear what I am saying, but on some level you got, got to give everybody some degree of sense. Well, here's a positive way of putting it. You have to give everybody some sense of autonomy mm-hmm. and freedom. Like they have some, they've got some control over their life and their work life or they'll take it someplace else. And so the more you, the negative way to say it is you have to give people places where they feel like they have a little bit of permission or slack to flout authority. Yeah. And not to accommodate a hatred of authority, but to be able to say, hey, like we're all human. We have rules. Rules exist for a reason. And there are times and places to bend and break the rules in service of the greater mission. And Mm -hmm. we have a little bit of authority and a little bit of autonomy on the ground to make some of those decisions ourselves. And there's a proverb about that, Jake. Oh, good call, Ben. That Yes, Ben. I'm not going to be able to find it. I'm glad you're telling Jake. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> We're all saying each other's names, I guess. Oh. Ah, I'm annoyed. But it's the one like, don't pay too much attention to, you, to what your servant it's says. It's Ecclesiastes. Is that Ecclesiastes? That's yeah. why I couldn't find it. That's Ecclesiastes, Ben. Oh, Good man. Good call, Jake. Um, Thanks, Nathan. Here, it says, do not take seriously all words which are spoken so that you will not hear your servant cursing you, for you also have realized that you likewise have many times cursed others. I, this is why I hate women bosses. They don't know what to ignore. They don't know what to ignore. They, they don't realize that every employee on the planet is always going to complain, and it's just a matter of making sure those complaints are directed the right way and, and don't overwhelm things. For it and that mm-hmm. you understand that that's just part of the job. Like, are you going to be the boss? Like, if I'm going to be the lead pastor of this church and the head of Warhorn Media on Mondays when Ben and Nathan work together without me, I accept that they're going to talk about me and make fun of me. Constantly. I mean, that's all we do. That's pretty much all they do. I assume that's all they do. It makes us really productive. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not motivated by white hot anger at everything wrong with Jake, then what are you doing? No, you just, I mean, I'll, here's here's something provocative. I'd say it's a very foolish father who doesn't strategically not hear certain things that his kids say from the other room that doesn't circle the block once before coming home and walking in on the party or what like right not that you don't discipline your kids not that you don't but you do give them a little bit of space you give them a little space you give them a little space to be human yeah i mean all we're really talking about is do you build your government around perfect people or do you build your government to contain and use real people with real sins and so basically, if you disagree with yours, you're a communist. That's what we're saying. More like a fascist, Ethan? Well, I just don't even agree with your definition of perfect, perfect people. I just think it's inhuman. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is Cogs about, in a machine, man. Yeah. Yeah, this is about not to having people. to relate to your workers. You don't mm-hmm. have to. You just say, I have your metrics, you're fired, or I have your metrics, here's what I have to say to you. You don't have to do the work of relating to them anymore. And so you don't have to do the work of cultivating any kind of positive work culture. And so inevitably things then fall to the lowest common denominator where everybody's just t- ticking the lowest level of boxes. Right. And well, except the monsters <laughs> who are like, yes, I know this machine. I can be part of it. I'll run it one day. <laughs> ben, don't tell on yourself too much. Right. Hey, as I just and, and don't fantasy, ki- right? And don't, don't kid yourself either. <laughs> Nobody's letting you run anything. Too late, Jake. What was I going to say? Yeah. <laughs> what was I going to say? I was going to say something so wise and witty and important. You know, you know what the other thing about Wadu is? No. He's a toy dairy, and mind tricks don't work on him. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> He's a toy dairy. <laughs> My tricks don't work on him. <laughs> He's an ethnic stereotype. <laughs> a dirty money grubbing guy with a skull cap. <laughs> Enslaving the white guy, kid, and his mother. <laughs> Who the Jedi can only save one of for some reason. Okay, Alien. Oh, no, no, no. Caitlyn Jenner. That's not the sound effect. <laughs> Man, I'm bad at sound effects. We just need to hire somebody to run the sound effects. Caitlyn Jenner argues against biological men in women's sports. Now, this has been happening for years. I don't know if he, he just did it again and our 
lovely patron just dumped another one, but Caitlyn Jenner has been saying stuff like this for a few years now. I like to call him Bruce. Bruce. Mm, yeah, I'm not a dead namer myself. Yeah. Bruce Jenner likes to argue against biological men and women's sports. I guess the reason our patron posted that is because our patron was like, what? How is that consistent? Yep. Well, Bruce, Bruce Jenner is consistently, he loves to catch a headline by having a surprisingly conservative take. Mm-hmm. Being, and he tried to run for Republican something or other a yeah, couple by, of years ago. By being pro-Trump or this or that or hmm. the other thing. And any, it's a weird sort of Trojan horse thing where it's like, oh, look, here is a trans person who espouses things that I believe. Let's push them to the front of the line and let them speak for us. It's like pushing your wife to the front mm-hmm. of the line to speak about the patriarchy. Yep. And ultimately it's lame and counterproductive. So who cares what Bruce Jenner Thanks. Bruce Jenner is an unwell person who's forfeited his right to have any credible opinion about anything. And just because, pick your metaphor, just because a a blind squirrel finds a nut. A stop clock is right twice a day. Or a stop clock is right twice a day. Unless it's got a PM AM thing, then it's only right, right once a day. Doesn't mean that the one time Bruce Jenner is right, or those two times that he's right, we need to broadcast it and celebrate it. Cares. Yeah, no, I hate the pact that the the Daily Wire and people like that make with kind of gay conservative uh, pact business relationship. Business, yes. (laughs) It's very profitable. Whatever. Oh, alien planet outside our solar system is sending repeat radio signals towards Earth, scientists say. The signals, which were detected by the Breakthrough Listen Project, are coming from a planet called YZ City, which is located YZ City, which is located about 130 light years from Earth. The discovery of these signals is a major step forward in the search for alien life. It is the first time that scientists have detected repeating radio signals from an Earth-like planet. The signals are also very strong, which suggests that they could be coming from an intelligent civilization. The Breakthrough Project has been using a variety of radio telescopes to search for extraterrestrial life. In 2017, the project announced the discovery of a set of repeating radio signals from a star called KIC 8462852. These signals were dubbed WOW signals because of their significance. However, the WOW signals were not repeated, (laughs) and scientists are not sure if they came from an alien civilization. The discovery of these signals from YZ SETI SETI is more significant because they are coming from an Earth-like planet. All right. Pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. <laughs> I hope aliens come. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. They'll all have names like 89P13. Yep, almost certainly. Uh-huh. Well, I, I always think it's lame when they're like, it's from an Earth-like atmosphere. Like, they, they assume that if something... That means something. Yeah, like, if, if we're going to discover life outside of, you know, on a planet somewhere, it's, like it's going to fit the profile of biology as we understand it. I think that aliens might be creatures completely unfathomable to a rational mind on Earth. If y'all got the Easter egg I just dropped, you shoot me a message. Say it again? I'm not saying it again. I got it. Did I'm you get it? shoot you a message, though. Can you tell me what it was? It had to do with 89P13. 89P13. Is it from K-Pax, starring no, it's Kevin not, Spacey? It's, it's not your favorite actor and favorite person? Yeah, see, yeah you, you nailed it. <laughs> You guys remember that movie? <laughs> I remember that it was a movie. Yeah, I never I, saw it. I never saw I heard it, it either. Was I, incredibly terrible. Yeah, it looked, looked awful. Yeah, I kind of liked it. You couldn't tell whether he was an insane guy or an alien from another planet. And at the end, he went into a camatose state and you never knew. Brilliant. It, it was terrible. But uh, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out Jake's riddle. What was the number again? 
Oh my goodness. Is it from Star Wars? <laughs> yes. Eight nine P one three. Eight nine P one three. Ruining it for everybody. Eight nine P one three. This is like a hematologian sketch right here. <laughs> Eight nine eighty nine. Why don't you just type it into Safari right now and then you'll figure Come it out. Along, and you can tell P13. everybody. I have something to show you. Eight nine P one. You didn't even hear my. I just gave yeah, you. I just the, told you. I just told you what it was. But. Swap a louder. Nine oh. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> Wait. Eight nine. Did, did you didn't misquote the string of numbers? Jake would do that. Right? No, I didn't. Okay. Eight nine P one three. Oh, it's Rocket Raccoon. How was I what? supposed to remember that? What kind of nerds are you guys? <laughs> the kind that have... That was the number that the high evolutionary gave to Rocket? It's also... It's like num- repeated all movie long. Yeah, it's know. well, it's his designation by the Nova Corps when they arrest him in the Guardians of the Galaxy 1, as well as I just found out from watching Guardians 1. I actually saw that before and noticed it before... Gotta one up me, don't you, Jake? I do. All yeah, right. I need. I needed yeah. to do that. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, you did. You failed, you big dummy. I don't know who that's for. <laughs> <laughs> that's for all. That's for the podcast. <laughs> Man, that's the Hallelujah button the is, is yeah. located in the wrong place. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think that's all. All of our articles. What have we learned today, guys? Oh, I like the response that... White Snake? Yeah. Yep. So somebody in our Discord said, scientists have now deciphered the radio signals. Oh, no. Okay, I'll get, I, I'll get it. I posted a link. And you clicked on the link, and it was... It's coming, guys. Oh, and then... For our brightest whites. <laughs> it was a toothpaste commercial. <laughs> no, no, it was, it was a wine. Wine commercial. His name is Josh Sellers. Apparently. my mind I'm wasting more time Alright folks, we're going to let White Snakes take you out because I think we've already exceeded the legal amount we could play of it <laughs> I'm Nathan I don't know why I'm identifying myself again i guess because i want to be associated with this podcast i don't know why <laughs> no you do <laughs> oh my goodness you just kept my mic out i was just trying to get the music mixed correctly folks here we go again you can go again to patreon.com forward slash sanity at the movies to support our movie podcast <laughs> which is great which is great go listen to it Bye. (laughs) Bye.